0: You know, this letter to their Ministry of Defense uh, is is pretty serious. Member of Parliament is saying, we need to get ahead of this. Something big is coming. That's, that's pretty newsworthy. Everybody's asking for proof. I
1: want to talk today about a, a document. We have official acknowledgement, especially depending on how they answer us when we start asking questions, the world starts asking questions. This is a reverse engineering program of UFOs confirmed.
0: Secrets, cover-ups, and strange phenomena.
1: UFOs and ideas that challenge reality itself. All these mysteries, all this time. Are we ever going to get to the bottom of these?
0: My name is George Knapp. I dig into news stories that others can't or won't.
1: I'm Jeremy Corbell, and for some reason, people tell me things they probably shouldn't. And this
0: is Weaponize. Weapons. This is weaponized, sort of, special edition, maybe. Jeremy, why are you bugging me at home?
1: I, I know, and, and on the weekend too, man. So, look, this is, uh, you You know, yesterday you, you said, hold on, slow your horses, and I, I appreciate that. I want to talk today about a, a document, and you and I have, have gotten a lot of documents sent to us over the years, and, and we're we're still fleshing them out. Sometimes it takes years to flesh them out. But this one is current. And what's interesting about it is the implications. Now, I know you and I have a lot of work to do. You've talked to me about that. We have a lot of work to do to vet it and verify it. But I want to talk about this document because what it implies, this is the closest thing I've ever seen to direct acknowledgement of UAP exploitation programs. And we're talking about in a Five Eyes Alliance, which is the five countries that we are allied with within the Canadian government to their equivalent of the Secretary of Defense. This is going to the Secretary of Defense, basically the Defense Minister of Canada. You've read the document. So before we talk about what's in it, which we should read some of it, what are your initial impressions when when we were sent this document, George?
0: Well, it's from a real guy. He's a member of parliament. His name is Larry McGuire. He was. I, I did some background uh, research on him. He was first elected to parliament in 2013. He was born in Manitoba as a father, grandfather, very conservative guy. You could say you could compare him to maybe uh, U.S. Representative Tim Burchett in in terms of his uh, political philosophy. Uh, he's been interested in the UAP UFO topic for a long time. He wrote his own op-ed piece a year or so ago. He's been mentioned in other coverage. As having meetings with uh, American officials, former defense officials, people like Lou Elizondo and, and others, he has an interest in this topic. So him writing a letter to their secretary of defense, it's real, it's it's significant. But the content is, wow, it's off the chart. So maybe you want to pick out some of that and and explain what jumped off the page and what he was saying that really grabbed your attention.
1: Yeah, and and some of this we're talking about for the first time. I mean, we've we've gone through it back and forth a little bit, but I want to be really clear that there have been documents sent to us in the past that we are still vetting. Uh, one in particular is explosive if if real, but it's been about five or six years. We're trying to figure out because it it came from a less clear avenue, and and also the classification of it. We we're not exactly sure, although it's not marked in a way. This one is absolutely clearly. unclassified, this is just a memo. So what's inside of this was so explosive to me because of the previous knowledge that you and I have. Now, we obtained this and we're going to release this, but we obtained it through multiple individuals. And that's what's so interesting. First time it comes to us, we're like, okay. Second time we're like, huh. And then the third time we're thinking, okay, let's pay attention. So what it says, I think we should just like put it on the screen and like read it and then talk about, you know, what it is in the in the just each bar. It's not that long. and Let's talk about it. But the essence of it is this. This is my read on it. It is absolutely true that they have exploitation of UFOs, UAP, by multiple governments and that there is a five eyes alliance of governments, five nations that we align with. UK, US, Australia, New Zealand, and Canada. And Canada is where this document came from. I love the Canadians. They're so honest. But in this document, it essentially reads to me that we have known exploitation programs and that the Secretary of Defense needs to ask about them because this person, it's very strange in Canada. Not everybody in politics has security clearances. There's only a very small group that has them. So this is like that point in that movie in uh, in Independence Day where the president's on the plane and says, oh, we have Area 51, but there's no UFOs or aliens there. And a, a guy leans in and says, well, actually, Mr. President, that isn't entirely accurate. And that's kind of how this document reads is you need to get informed, right? That you need to get informed and ask for briefings on this. And specifically, it's it's to Anita Anand, if I'm presenting it right, Minister of National Defense of Canada, equivalent of the Secretary of Defense here in the United States. And as you said, this is a a, a political MP and, and, and he's writing this letter. But there's a lot behind this letter. So let's just start reading it. I think, first of all, March 22nd, 2023. That's current. Does that mean anything to you, George, that that's so current?
0: Well, yeah, there's a lot going on right now, both in our country and apparently in other countries high level discussions behind the scenes about, hey, how are we gonna deal with this UFO, UAP issue? Because it's a lot of information is coming out. Uh, so I think a lot of these elected officials are wondering what's gonna happen if it comes spilling out in a way that we can't control. And they're trying to, to game it, to, to figure out how to get ahead of the game. Uh, and that's pretty clear in what uh, Larry McGuire expresses in this letter to their Ministry of Defense
1: right and also that this is i mean that's less than three months ago so they're aware of all the hearings they're aware stuff is spilling out so the way this reads to me is there are programs that we have been involved in reverse engineering uap and we gotta get the Canadian information out there. Otherwise we're gonna be kind of stuck losing public trust. We need a communications plan moving forward. You need to get read in by whatever means necessary. And we'll talk about that, but the title, let's go to the title now. Defense Research and Development Canada in Possession of Recovered UAP Material. So
0: what do you think, George? That's a weird, that's a cool title. So, you know, I could see members of our Congress writing to the Pentagon, to the tech secretary of defense, saying something similar based on all the information out there in the UFO universe that's flowing around right now. What struck me about this is this guy has some really specific things that he says in this letter. It's interesting. Let's like paragraph one. Let me just read it and then let's
1: talk about it. It has come to my attention. And by the way, just so so everybody knows who's writing this. This is uh, Larry McGuire. He's the MP, um, you know, an MP in Canada. Who so goes? It has come to my attention through meetings with American officials that the United States Senate Select Committee on Intelligence and Senate Committee on Armed Services have been undertaking in-camera hearings with government and military subject matter experts. On the recovery and exploitation of physical material from unidentified aerial phenomena (UAP), so so that's no, you know, that's no mystery. Where he he is saying that he knows that our uh, Senate Committee on Armed Services and Senate Select Committee on Intelligence are having, and that and that's interesting
0: and important in-camera hearings. So he's, you know, that was my first question when I read this. How does he know? Who told him? And this kind of gives us some hints. Uh, It's come to my attention through meeting with American officials that the Senate Intelligence and Armed Services Committees are looking into this stuff, that they're all hot on the trail. Now, does that mean that he, Larry Maguire, has met with his counterparts in the U.S. Congress, the Senate, those Senate meetings? Do you know the answer to that? I I do know. And and we
1: publicly know that uh, it was Dr. Uh, Sean Kirkpatrick that said that they had a Five Eyes uh, meeting or alliance, right? and that they're talking about UAP. What was so shocking to me about Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick saying that as if it was new is that you and I, George, both know there's a paper trail to the Five Eyes Alliance, these countries' alliance, on the UAP issue explicitly. Documents that have passed through by our eyes as well as conversations we had, it kind of felt disingenuous to say they were were just having those. Good for us. There has been UAP... Information shared across that alliance for so long now that it's like ridiculous to kind of throw that out that they're just starting to. So there there is more about, you know, Larry and, and his counterparts, but let's just go to part two. I think this will start showing you his psychology. I am concerned that expected upcoming public announcements will be coordinated between AUKUS, which could damage Canada's credibility with our allies and the Canadian public on the global stage, there is an opportunity to have a prepared communication plan in place by May of 2023 to reduce this risk. Well, they're certainly dragging their feet now that we're we're in June, but here's the deal. He was talking about doing this two months after having this communication plan. There has barely been one. Something that he says here is ruining their credibility, right? And with their allies and the Canadian public, there's a reason he's saying this. The reason he's saying this is because he doesn't want to lose public trust by, by the people of Canada, but also our allies, because they got a dirty little secret. And that little secret, I think, will be revealed now in the further um, reading of this. And you go ahead. If you
0: want to read, it's a good sentence. The next one, um, as Minister of National Defense. as As Minister of National Defense. You may not be aware defense research and development canada drdc has participated in efforts to analyze uap which is publicly traceable to circa 1950 suggesting whatever wreckage they have they got it they've had it since 1950 this recovered foreign material is studied through the five eyes foreign material program fmp which in canada is sponsored by the canadian forces intelligence command aligned with several intelligence-sharing arrangements and treaties. I'm writing to recommend you request a classified briefing containing full, sensitive, and protected program information from your officials on the government of Canada's historical and ongoing efforts on analyzing recovered UAP material. He's sort of hinting that he thinks maybe the Pri- the uh, Ministry of Defense, maybe the Prime Minister, are not in the loop, but that's specific info on CRDC, DRDC, and this Five Eyes program, Five Eyes foreign material program, we've never heard of that before. We've never heard of it at least publicly acknowledged in a document like this.
1: So what's so cool is the Defence Research and Development Canada, the, the DRDC. That is their version of DARPA. So if you guys you're familiar with that, right? So it's it's pretty amazing. Um, that he's saying you might not be aware, but that, that they have been participating in efforts to analyze UFOs, you know, UAP. And that when he says it's traceable back, it's publicly traceable to circa 1950, I was, I was trying to really think what's the greatest possibility of what he's saying. And then I started to remember that there is a document from 1950, I think it was September of 1950, that, that you're going to be really interested about because you know about it and you know some of the people involved, George, but that was a Canadian government engineer named Wilbert Smith concerning the 1950 meeting and with Sarbacher. Our audience probably doesn't know who Sarbacher is, but that's Likely what he's talking about is publicly traceable. What did Wilbert Smith say in that official memo? And and what's that relation to Sarbacher? Do you remember?
0: So Wilbert Smith worked for the Canadian government. Uh, he, He took an interest in UFOs, now called UAP, and he met with his American counterparts and got briefed. Sarbacher was one of the folks he was in contact with. In UFO world, Sarbacher is pretty famous. He was a presidential level science advisor. I think he stretches back to FDR. He had the highest security clearances, a brilliant guy who uh, publicly acknowledged, I think in the 1970s through a series of letters that, yeah, he was invited to participate in the analysis of UFO material, that it had been recovered from these crashes. He didn't understand why it was so secret, but it's his quote that was repeated by Wilbert Smith, that this is classified higher than the H-bomb. So Sarbacher was somebody who was in the know, who was invited to be part of this program to analyze the material, says he never actually did, but he confirmed some things to Wilbert Smith, who wrote letters, and then those letters came spilling out years later. Um, But basically, way back then, the US and Canadian governments, scientists, were exchanging information about this incredible mystery. So you have an
1: interesting history with Sarbacher. We'll talk about that later. But so I think what he's saying here in this part is is essentially referencing 1950 is probably, you know, in Canadian government, going back to Wilbert Smith and Sarbacher memo. Do you you think that's correct,
0: George, if we guess? It could be. It could be he's referencing something else. Maybe he has more specific info about the material, but we won't know until we talk to him.
1: Well, I will tell you this, and we're going to talk with him. Uh. He has met with firsthand direct program exploitation people. I know that for a fact that he has met with them. So it was this big, oh, my gosh, moment. We found our program. We found our UFO exploitation program. So this is almost like a defense system, this letter. It's like, whoa, we better get ahead of it. So thanks for reading that one. And then let's go into oh yeah. And the FMP, which is the Five Eyes Foreign Material Program. Turns out it's real. I had not known about this. You know, maybe I was out of the know. Maybe everybody's going to be like, oh, you should have known that. I had no idea. So looking that up and and getting some more information, it is a a real
0: program. Yeah, that's fascinating. I, I don't recall ever hearing that before. It's possible I did and forgot about it, but yeah. There it is. So then just to go a little bit deeper, so
1: Canada's chief science advisor has also launched the Sky Canada Project, which is investigating how the government of Canada manages UAP reports. So this is like their version of Arrow. They are in the process of identifying key Canadian stakeholder institutions, just like our government did with the DOJ and private industry, Lockheed. It is essential the chief science advisor be given full access to defense programs and be briefed. On the collaborative scientific research efforts with our allies, so he's saying, "Hey, you gotta gotta get the science, the, the chief science advisor, fully briefed on all this." And again, in Canada, I've learned that it's kind of different than in the U.S. In the U.S., where like uh, Representative Burchett can he can, he has a, cl- a clearance classification, he can be read into certain things. Turns out in Canada, it ain't like that. There's only a few people that, that have the ability to have clearance to be read into things. It's an equivalent to the gang of eight that, that we have here in the U.S. They, they don't have a lot of people that can be that can be read in. So furthering down in this document. So I get that he's identifying this. Um, he then goes on to say it is imperative The government of Canada have a communications plan to respond to these upcoming public revelations that will stem from these American FMPs, which is foreign material programs. Not only are there national security and aviation safety concerns that need to be addressed, but there will be a larger debate about why there is a lack of transparency and accountability regarding UAP programs and policy whoa so he's saying yeah it's safety of flight national security but public trust we've been lied to everybody's been lied to the public's been lied to and that's there's gonna be a major debate about that that's pretty cool he said that
0: well the debate has been underway in this country for a long time anybody wants to wade into ufo twitter would see it the debate and the discussion and the harsh criticism It's been that way for as long as I've been involved with the UFO topic for more than 35 years. And um, so he is suggesting that something is coming, upcoming public revelations regarding these American FMPs. That's the big question is what inside info does he have, if any, about an upcoming announcement? Is he talking about uh, uh, I hope that he's been communicating on this with Senate Intelligence and Senate Armed Services and that they are conveying to him that something is coming. Hopefully, we've all been waiting for that day to come. But I wonder what it is and when it when it might happen.
1: So this is one of the questions we got to ask him is, is how much does he know? And I can I can say for sure. And again, we don't have to take my word for it. We're going to hopefully talk with him. But, you know, he has been directly interviewing program witnesses. It's like they uncovered a exploitation program and they're like, oh, shit. So that's how I understood it. And I know some of the people that he's spoken with, uh, both in person and also, uh, through, you know, zoom or something like that, but in his country, in those programs that are allied exploitation programs, that's, what's interesting. So let's just finish it for the people that are just hearing on audio. He says, I also believe there must be parliamentary oversight of efforts by government institutions. And responsible ministers should be fully briefed on this program. He's talking about a program specifically, including releasable to the public content that aligns with allied public disclosures. So he's saying if we have evidence based on the disclosures from allied nations, we need to give it up. And he's saying that they do. It is incumbent your department inform you of what Collaborative efforts have occurred with our allies and the details of existing agreements and memorandums of understanding that govern the program, the UAP program, and may have been coordinated through global affairs. So he's sure to say may have been, but he's talking about very specifically details of existing arrangements and memorandums of understanding. What does that mean to you?
0: I think he is uh, dropping a big clue there that he knows this stuff is real, that he is aware of these memorandums, these agreements that have been made, that there is in writing uh, something that spells out what the arrangement is between these countries on how this is to be investigated and handled. He's hinting that he's got them and that the Ministry of Defense had better acknowledge them and get ahead of this all the way through this letter. He's, he's really saying we need to get ahead of it because something is coming and we don't want to be caught flat footed. We don't want to be caught supporting a lie. We need to get ahead of it with the Canadian people so that we can tell them the truth within limits of, of what can be uh, made, made released to the public. And he kind of puts a, a point in
1: that in his last you know, main paragraph. He says, Canada's credibility with our allies and the Canadian public must transcend politics. And I firmly believe we can work together in a bipartisan manner. Regardless of the classified details of specific FMPs foreign material programs, the public revelations by these subject matter experts who have testified before Congress present present an opportunity for the government of Canada to take a visible leadership role in confirming the existence of recovered material and balancing our national security obligations. You know, I look forward to your response. And if you seek any further information, please do not hesitate to contact me. He is informing the Minister of National Defense, like the Secretary of Defense in the US equivalent, that she's not aware that the, the, they have been participating through the basically their form of DARPA with through this five eyes foreign materials program in the reverse engineering of UFOs
0: that's what this document admits I think he could also be saying look I know about it and I know that you know about it so it's time for you to come clean I mean I think he's characterizing this in as polite a way as possible to say boy you need to get briefed you need to be brought up to speed on this but I suspect Behind the scenes, he knows that she knows. And he's telling her, look, the beans are going to be spilled. You got to get ready to come clean on this. That's what I the think. Way,
1: yeah, the, the way I understand it, and I could be wrong, is that she doesn't know. Oh. That she's she's pretty new to the job and and that they don't have the clearances. And this is not something that's, you know, usually put up as like a first. Thing that's given to, to, you know, people, a secretary, she might know how, how I have no proof either way. It's just my understanding that she doesn't, but CC'd on this are a number of people at science and technology, all that. I noticed one major general, Michael Wright, commander of Canadian forces. So strange. His name has been brought up to me for years now as somebody who was what they call a a gatekeeper to this information and it never registered with me, like, really? Like what, why would I know this? Seeing his name there, that feels like a warning shot. That individual knows about these programs from what I know over a few years now, that individual knows about these exploitation programs that are coordinated through five eyes and with Canada. So putting that person on this as a CC feels to me like a
0: shot fired. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. Um, here's here's the questions that jump out at me again. Um, how much information does Larry McGuire actually have? Did he get a briefing from, our, from members of our congressional committees? Um, I, we know that he met with Lou Elizondo and had a briefing there. We know he met with SCU and had a briefing there. Does it go beyond that on, in an official capacity where they leveled with him? Hey, here's what's going on. Secondly, does he have the paper trail? He's referencing specific programs. He's mentioning documents, uh, agreements, memorandum. Does he have that stuff already? Or is he fishing around to try to get it? Because if he's already got it and he's sending this letter to all these muckety mucks in the Canadian military and government, it's almost like a threat. Look, I know about it and you know about it. And we better come up with a plan to let the Canadian public know about it.
1: Well, there, there was an article. And there were some public
0: statements that, you know, he was making. So Larry McGuire is not a newcomer to the UAP topic. A a year ago, May 2022, he wrote this article in a Canadian publication called The Line. It's an op-ed piece where he says the headline is UAPs are real and Canada should take them seriously. And he gets into some fairly specific stuff. He says the greatest barrier to better understanding the phenomena is the stigma surrounding it. It's encouraging to see this begin to subside uh, and allow the topic to be both publicly acknowledged and studied. He says, American senators and members of Congress have shown greater willingness to seek information, ask questions, and engage the public in recent years. However, unlike its counterparts in the U.S., the government of Canada has yet to show even the slightest curiosity or concern. He goes on, the evidence of UAP is overwhelming and has been affirmed by presidents, former heads of the CIA, the current NASA administrator, intelligence officials, and trained military observers. Now there's an ability to have a serious discussion on this matter. More individuals with impeccable backgrounds feel comfortable speaking publicly about what they know. He references the New York Times story, gives the Canadian readers a little history on current events in the UAP world, and is demanding more accountability and more transparency which a lot of members of our uh, U.S. Congress have been doing as well. Absolutely. And the other article that really
1: caught my attention, it was by um, Brandy Vincent, June 15th, 2023. So, you know, a few days ago. Um, it's titled, Five Eyes Alliance Remains Tight-Lipped on How It's Collaborating on Uncovering UAPs. Uh, so it was, I think it was Defense Scoop, asked government media officials from all the nations to provide more details in the wake of a recent meeting held at the Pentagon. And what's being referenced, so again, Five Eyes is the U.S., the U.K., Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. That's the alliance. So what they're referencing is what Dr. Shankar Patrick said when he was talking about that, oh, we are coordinating with them. But by the way, I just got to say it. Dr. Kirkpatrick is lying through a mission, kinda. I mean, he is. You know, He says they entered into this alliance with our allies on this topic. We entered into it. Well, we've been in it. We've seen documents representing UAP transmissions, like information being spread. So it's not like they just entered into it. So the interesting thing was online, a friend of mine uh, who's active on Twitter, he wrote something saying a PSYOP coordinated by the Five Eyes Nations on their own citizens would be a blockbuster story all on its own. And that's just the least interesting outcome of any serious UFO investigation. Are journalists scared of what they'll find? I don't know why I said that. That's funny. It's like a poke to get people to investigate. But he's right. He didn't know about this document that I'm aware of. I know he didn't. but. He's referencing this defense scoop article. And I read you the title. And when I look into it, it's a fascinating article. People should read it. It's it's very short. Uh, and I don't think we should read it here, but I think anybody listening to this, they they should read that. We'll put links to it. Uh, but it, it's it's an interesting article
0: that relates to this five eyes
1: kind of, you know, blockbuster
0: story. Well, the idea that there's been a PSYOPS program forever, that's that's been around for a long time. The people who do not want to accept UAP reality have used that argument. It's all a trick. You know, the CIA has tricked us about its spy planes. They lie to us all the time to hide things. And that this big psyops is created in order to increase defense spending, which I find to be absolutely laughable. When does our Pentagon get told no when they want to spend some money on something? They don't need an alien threat. We got plenty of of real-life earthbound threats that they get all the money that they need. In fact, they get more money than they request. Congress forces spending programs on them because everybody likes to have a big fat defense contract in their congressional district. So the idea that the whole UFO mystery has to be created as a psyops to get more defense spending, I find absolutely laughable.
1: Yeah, man. And did you see that? I know you did. it was um, the, uh, the Robert Kennedy's son that was on the Rogan podcast and Joe started throwing punches on Twitter. I was like, whoa, throwing punches. Uh, one of the things he talked about, a clip that I did see, was that his, uh, his uncle, uh, who was President Kennedy, he at one time realized that these intelligence agencies had an expansive agenda of warfare. And that he was at some point right after Bay of Pigs and after pulling people out of Vietnam because of casualties was just like, oh, no, we're going to shatter the CIA. We're going to dismantle them. And it was he said it was two months later that he was murdered. So the implication is that there are intelligence agencies that have oversight over the UFO phenomenon and materials. They do work with governments, but that those materials were sequestered into private industry as a way to hide them. And that the overseers or the oversight is not proper oversight. These are illegal programs that people in position who should be told and should have oversight don't. That goes all the way to the Wilson memo to to what we were hearing back in the day about, you know, who it is that might control these programs, uh, who Even Bob Lazar got pay stubs from an office that does exist that we know now, but at the time they thought was named wrong. So the CIA and certain departments uh, within our national intelligence, as well as private industry, have had hands in these programs. So the question is, who's not being told that should, who's not having oversight? And I think that's why Senate... And the House is fired up because they're not being told and they're starting to realize they're being lied to and obfuscated from. And that's going to fire anybody
0: up. Well, there are lies that are told even now that have been told for a long time. There are deceptive programs created to divert attention away from something real. CIA does that kind of stuff. Other uh, elements within our defense establishment, they do that stuff. There's no question it's happened over the years. But they've also lied about the essence of this mystery. There is a real core mystery here with definitive proof, and they've known about it for a long time and have successfully muddied the waters so that the public really doesn't have an understanding of it. You had mentioned before about, are journalists afraid of it? Well, yeah, I think a lot of them are afraid of it because they've been so adamant in saying there's nothing to it and making fun of people who dig into it uh, that when it comes out that they are completely wrong a hundred percent wrong, they're going to look like idiots. So yeah, I think that's what they're afraid of. So let me just be the optimist.
1: I'm standing back and I'm like, okay, we obtained this document. Now it's weird. Like the title, like the top of it looks so weird. It's like this picture by grain fields in full color. That's because these days when you're sending around memos, it's not typewritten, like all these fifties memos on UFOs. That's what you do. But you know, it's, it's, it was kind of weird. But I know that the document is 100% real. I know it was written by him. I know that it was passed around to certain small communities. I know that it found our way its way to us three times and that I was able to affirm it with somebody that was um, an individual that was up in Canada as well. So to me, I'm, I'm satisfied it is an actual document. Let's see if they deny it. but if it is actual, What's
0: the headline, George? You know, the biggest pr- headline to me is there is a five eyes program to analyze UFO material. And it's back, and kept secret. Um, I, I had no idea that. I mean, well, we've had we've seen hints that there is communication on this issue through those five nations, through the militaries. But I didn't know there was an actual specific program that deals with recovered foreign technology specifically uh, unknown origin um that's that's a pretty big deal Larry McGuire is obviously somebody who is very passionate about this you mentioned he'd written about it previously there's an article in something called the line the headline is Larry McGuire says UAPs are real and Canada should take them seriously that was May of 2022 since then he's upped his game you know this letter to their Ministry of Defense uh, is is pretty serious. Member of Parliament is saying, we need to get ahead of this. Something big is coming. That's that's pretty newsworthy. For me, the
1: headline is. Everybody's asking for proof, proof that what something that David Grush, let's say what what he said is accurate. You know, what do we have? We have an I.G. complaint. They could end up dismissing that I.G. complaint. Doesn't make it real just because it's an I.G. complaint, although they did find it uh, credible and they did find it urgent. I find this document to both be credible and urgent because what it is saying is that we have been reverse engineering UFOs and that we've been doing it a long time. It's referencing all the way back to the 50s, that it is a secret compartmentalized program with allied nations and that this information is spilling out and we got to get ahead of it. This is the closest thing to proof that I have seen what people would call disclosure This is not somebody saying it. They're they're kind of putting it in a memo, but it's unclassified. I wonder if they knew that at some point somebody is going to be able to talk about this and put it forward like we're doing. So to me, this is a moment where we have official acknowledgement, especially depending on how they answer us. When we start asking questions, the world starts asking questions. This is a reverse engineering program of UFOs confirmed. That's my headline.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's been going on for a long time and it's been kept secret. Um, I'd be curious whether Senate Armed Services and Senate Intelligence Committee members or staff have seen this letter. If it's floating around in those circles, do you know, Uh, I do.
1: And I I think that you and I will make some calls so that we can just confirm it
0: on record together. So that a lot of eyes in the U.S. have seen this letter. It's been floating around. In intelligence circles for a little while, for two months, I guess.
1: I, I wouldn't say a lot of eyes. I wouldn't know, but I
0: definitely know some eyes. Right. Well, we'll see what uh, Larry McGuire says when we call him up. Uh, we'll see what Sean Kirkpatrick and others in those kinds of positions how they react. I'm I'm curious. I mean, it's it's dramatic stuff. I mean, go Canada, you know, like how how is this
1: information going to get out? Well, sometimes it's just going to be some, you know, representatives being like, yo, we got to up our game, you know, Department of Defense. What's going on here? Their curiosities like ours. And I I think he makes just in Larry's defense, I think that he makes a really good point. I think he says, look, I became aware of this. The Canadian government has these programs and we're working on UFOs. We do need to communicate to our citizens. We need to up our game of communications. This is not like a a tactic of like trying to cover something up. This is a tactic of UAP transparency. He is putting the APB out and shooting a warning shot to the secretary, basically secretary of defense over there. We need to tell people we need to be honest. And I applaud him for that. So I don't even know his politics or anything. I don't really care. He asked for bipartisan in this letter, bipartisan. So whoever this guy is. Who he is as a person, he's doing the right thing right now.
0: UFOs might be the only bipartisan issue in this country as well. I mean, it's the only thing that uh, members of Congress of different parties seem to be able to agree on. So um look forward to digging into this some more. Uh, maybe this this uh, recording here will never see the light of day. We'll, we'll have to see where it goes. But it's pretty exciting, it's an exciting development. It is. And
1: so, George, just so we're clear with our audience, we don't have to make a second video later clarifying. What are we not saying? And what are we saying from your terms before we dig into this as journalists a little bit
0: more? It's an open case. Cool document. What are we not saying? And what are we saying? Well, we have not talked to Larry McGuire. We want to we'd like to if he will talk to us, tell us a what kind of briefings he got. B, what kind of paper trail he's uncovered. c has there been a response He he CC'd a lot of people in this letter. It was written two months ago. Did he get a response yet? He's a member of parliament. He's been there for 10 years. You would think that they would at least respect him enough to give him some kind of response, even if it's a brush off. So um, finding out what the answers to those three questions, I think would be key.
1: Excellent. Hey, man, I love being on the hunt. I love doing this with you. Let's do it right. Hopefully we just get this out right away and then we just have done a little work by then. But, man, there'll be an update on this. So see ya, And thank you, man. Talk to you soon. Hey!
0: Hey! Oh my God. Still oh my God. Never have so few had so much to tell, but could say so little.
1: Follow and listen to Weaponized, the presentation of Jeremy Corbell, George Knapp, Dark Horse Entertainment, and Cadence 13 Studios. Available now for free on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your shows.